The Kinky Cocktail Hour is brought to you by Motor Bunny, the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator that offers fabulous creative sexual experiences. We use it and it rotates, it vibrates, and it delivers mind-blowing orgasms. Enjoy Motor Bunny as your favorite sex toy. When you order the Motor Bunny, multiple attachments are included along with the link controller, which allows wireless control from anywhere. Motor Bunny is the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator on earth. Use the link in the show notes and spice up your sex life with a Motor Bunny. You're listening to Kinky Cocktail Hour, a conversation between adults about sex-forward relationships, kinky lifestyles, and frank communication. If you're under 18, please stop listening and visit scarletteen.com. I'm Lady Petra, and my pronouns are she, hers, and we. I'm Safa Master, and my pronouns are him, his, and we. And this is Kinky Cocktail Hour. Cheers! Cheers. Okay, what are we drinking today? So we're having another pale ale. This is from the Deschutes Brewery, and it's Mere Pond Pale Ale. And it's 5% ABV. It's ranked 88 on the Beer Advocate. doesn't have a lot of hops or malt flavors to it, but if you like Pilsners, you'll like this beer, they say. Okay, well, here we go. Yeah. That's very passable. Yeah, it's got almost a, a sweetness. You know what I mean? Like they've caramelized the hops or malts. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's got a nice smoky flavor. That's what I'm. That's exactly what yeah. I'm tasting. No, that's a lovely beer, actually. Okay, they do it too. They have the freshest within four months of the date on here. Yeah. So they keep you keyed in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as pale ales go, it's good. That's a good beer. Yeah, I don't mind it. It's fizzier than the English one. That's what I'm saying. It is much different than the English yeah. one. But it's got it's a good flavor. It's an American flavor. pale ale. The, the English pale ale is, I prefer the flatter aspect of it. Well, and I love when they do the nitro the way they do it. Get a nice smooth you get, head. It, you don't get the gassy bubbles. Right, right. This definitely has some fizz to it, but from a flavor profile, it's very similar to a Pilsner. Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. I like it. It's good. I'd like to drink this against the Pilsners we like and see how it compares. Ooh, that would be good. Yeah. Yeah, that would be good. Okay, chapter 25. I have to tell you, because I, I got to read this to you today. I liked this chapter. Good chapter. Yeah, excellent I thought chapter. for starting a section, the next section, I, I actually really like this chapter. Not that anything major was happening in the sense of kink, you know, that kind of thing. Right. But it really set up the time that has transpired from section two, because there obviously has been time, the way yeah. it's written, and that you see that her and Dan are kind of melding into their pseudo-boyfriend-girlfriend kind of dy- well, they're dynamic. Cre- they're creating their dynamic. Yeah. Although it, it occurs to me the way that it's written, that it's not a dynamic for her. Yes, it's more boyfriend girlfriend. It's not even boyfriend girlfriend. It's kind of like they're courting. Well, I think yeah, I think she's afraid to say yeah. boyfriend. But yeah. I mean, he's sending her flowers regularly. No, he's, he's definitely he's sending pursuing her, her jewelry. He's pursuing her, and she's talking to him, and they're doing things like sharing things, like the election of Obama right. together. 
he's traveling a lot right now. She's working a lot and is starting to relax into what she's doing because it's paying the bills. Right. And it's a relationship. It's I'm not sure that she classifies Dan as her boyfriend. Possibly. I think she's afraid to say that because he's a yeah. billionaire. <laughs> no, I, I get that. I get that. Well, so what do we learn? We learn that she's still in the dungeon. Yep. We learn that Michael's recovered from his heart attack. Yeah, and they're talking. They're talking. To, as he further recovers to get his strength because he's right. not playing with her. They're not there yet, but he's doing much better. And they're really, she wrote even in this chapter, you know, they've created a real relationship. She feels like she has a real relationship with Michael because they've experienced that dynamic. And then he's helped her along the way while she was getting clothes, right? Right. So they've already had this personal time. And then as well as this life and death experience together. And they're talking. And they're talking. So they're really working on it. Which is where relationship exists in communication. Yeah, yeah. And in her relationship with Dan, there's this realization that she's working as a sex worker and he's still courting her and she's confronted by that. Yeah, she has a story about it. Like she thinks she's confused why he doesn't have any issue with it. Right. That's her own story because she's thinking in her head that well, maybe he should have an issue right, or exactly. whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah. So she's in a way to insulate him or to right. not confuse where they're going. She's not sharing fully what her work day's like, right. you know? But he's also not asking. Right. And when he does ask, she gives him sort of cursory answers. Right. But she doesn't dwell on it. No. And see, in her head, she's not really in the dungeon. She's just marking time for her. Well, and I'm thinking now Erica. more of what you said, how she may not view it. She may not view it as a boyfriend thing. And I'm thinking about the, the one cue would be she made some talk about her bills are being met. Right. But if things got tight, she could easily take these baubles that he bought her mm-hmm. with diamonds in them. And she could easily pawn them at a luxury pawn store exactly. and use it. And so- for me, there's no attachment to no those emotional items. Attachment. Yeah. Yeah. If it was a boyfriend thing and they gave you, it didn't matter what they gave you, it doesn't matter if it's expensive or not, you're less likely to want to be without it. Yeah. 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 Ma- mainly for the emotional value. Right. And looking good, not, not what they would say if you had to, you know, that kind of thing. Right. But so you're probably more correct on that. Yeah. So that's just the background noise. The, the chapter is really about her meeting with Susan, yeah. John's wife which she arranges and gets together with her at a restaurant that's closed and they go to another restaurant and they sit down mm-hmm. and Susan's like barely able to sit still. Yeah. So Amy picks up on that and asks her, so what's up? Right. Mm-hmm. And Susan lays a bunch of documents on the table and talk, with asks highlights questions about and asks certain questions people. about it. And she cues in on a repeating dinner that John had at a, really a romantic restaurant in Brooklyn Yeah, that isn't the place you take a client. Yeah, because you'd be taking them in the city, in yeah. the financial area. Right. right. And But also not to a romantic restaurant. Right. But he's in the middle of the financial area. So he's not right. going to drive clear to Brooklyn no. just to take someone to eat. Right. They're going to look at him like, what are you, crazy? I right. should be going to And they're all evening dinner. Looking at the city skyline. Yeah. With, yeah. Yeah. At an expensive romantic restaurant. Yeah. So she's wondering, is John having an affair? And Amy has this come to Jesus moment with herself. She did. Yeah. Where she like, is, I'm just not going to cover for him anymore. 
Yeah, he's not my boss anymore. He's not my boss. He hasn't done anything to help her in this time. And I'm not on his team. And he stabbed her in the back. Stabbed her in the back. And so fuck him. I'm going to fess up. And so she lets Susan know. But she doesn't. But, you know, Susan asks. So that's the whole point is she didn't just come out and try to burn somebody. Susan asked because that's what Susan was like upset when she first found out. She goes, you basically, Amy says, we shouldn't trust him. Right. Because this isn't the first time. And, you know, then Susan's like dealing with. I think her, her, she must have been in denial because even Amy before said, how could Susan not know all these women? There's a lot of models, a lot of women. And you're right. I mean, she could be in denial, but when you get confirmation, it's right there, fuck right in your face. You got to, she has to deal with it. And she questions Amy, like, why didn't you tell me? And Amy's, I think this is integral. She says, you never asked. A, you never asked. And it wasn't her place to say it. I mean, she right. happened to figure it out because she's in the workings area. Yeah. But unless she was asked, why would she say anything? Plus, he was her boss. And right. he, he, it was the good old boys club. So, like, she had to play the game. And he would hold grudges. And oh. he would stick a knife in her back, which right. he did anyway. Right. But she did. <laughs> I think if I were to guess, I would think that he stuck a knife in her back because he believed that she would fess him up. But that's well, another story. I think the work that she's been doing in the dungeon has given her confidence to just say, fuck you. That's a good point. I think she deals with enough financial clients that she's just finally like, fuck you. I'm going to, I'm not taking your shit. Right. Which is really where she, her dominance lies anyway. Right. Because she acts that way in the dungeon, in the sense when people complain, she's like, it's not that bad. Just, you know. Suck it up. Suck right. it up. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's right. And I think that actually that's a very good point about what she's gained by being in the dungeon. I think so. That self-confidence. And so where we left with at the end of the chapter is this brewing coming up fight that's going to happen between her and John around this. Totally. Jane really put a lot of detail into Susan's appearance. Yes. Because Amy is, has a history of matching herself up to, am I at par? Am I? Right. And she notices, you know, the whole Gucci outfit that Susan's wearing. And then you start to hear this emotional dialogue between them. And you start to see the facade fall away. Like Susan is acting as if the market hasn't crashed, is spending money to try to draw well, attention in her marriage to, to from, herself, to herself yeah. from her husband. And all this high $3,000 coat, all this effort that she's put into being seen by her husband is for naught. Because as simple as she came in all spiffed up, in moments after hearing Amy reveal the truth, she was ill, had to leave. Yeah, so the nub of the story is that Amy noticed, or actually went back and did research afterwards on the woman that... John was well, dating. It was, sounded like a man's name, but it was actually Alexandra. Instead of Alex, yeah. Yeah. However, she went and did research and discovered that this sexy creature was writing the trash bonds that John was buying. Yes. And so the way she puts it is, John's dick made bad business decisions. Right. But this cost billions. Well, think about what he did. Wait, one more thing. And he's been promoted. Well, that's it. Right. And part of it is... His history with his cock has been these models, young things, arm candy, toys, that kind of stuff. Mm. And then he loved how he had the tit for tat with Amy. 
So what did he do? He went for a attractive woman in the industry for the tit for tat. They schemed something. It looks like maybe we don't know yet, but it looks like he's in bed literally with somebody. Yeah. And this has led to how he's going to advance and how, I mean, it's crazy. Well, it's because if he bought her bonds, (laughs) Mm -hmm. then she's making money too. Absolutely. But the thing that's interesting about it, the twist uh, in the tale is that these were the worst performing bonds in the company and he's getting promoted. But that's what is the purposeful act behind that? There's there's a real, there's something, remember she started the audit. Yeah. And that got all people got on high order on that. Right. Exactly. And so there's something to that. Yeah. And so she basically left it with this demands some investigation. Well, she can't help herself. She can't. And and she's going to talk to dad about it. This is going to happen. I think and so. he's going to love the dirt because he's going to, he, this is what he deals with his companies that are in distress, weird distress like right. this. Yeah. I think this is good. Yep. Very good. Excellent chapter. That's it for today. If you're interested in kinky relationship coaching, online domination, or if you'd like to sponsor the pod to keep it going, please visit our Patreon website at Lady Petra Playground. You can reach me via email at ladypetraplayground at gmail.com. Our music is composed and performed by Roger Ferguson, who can be found at rogerfergusonmusic.com. Till next time, cheers!